When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Could you possibly be the jerk for being upfront and honest about losing weight? We'll get to that in a bit, but first... Am I the jerk for walking out of my own birthday dinner after my husband kept ignoring me? My husband's been ignoring me whenever I try to have a convo with him or tell him something important. He would just sit and stare. Whenever I try to call him out on it, he would disagree and say that he does pay attention. This has been going on for two months. On my birthday, he took me out to the diner. I was perusing the menu. After a few uncomfortable minutes, I said, I think I'm getting a headache. He finally responded, Go ahead, sweetheart, get whatever you want. I was fuming. I confronted him about how he wasn't listening to me, but he again disagreed. I decided to gather my stuff and walk out. He freaked out and tried to get me to come back, but I didn't. At home, he yelled about how I behaved in such a juvenile way and embarrassed him at the restaurant. He said I ruined my own birthday when I explained how he was basically ignoring me and told me he owes me jack crap. Now he's expecting apologies. Am I the jerk for how I reacted? Was he like on his phone while you guys were at this dinner? I'm just trying to figure out how you would be at dinner with your significant other and be so mindless. Could it be like an actual mental issue maybe? Also hi, I'm Steven and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for asking my roommate to keep her cat in her bedroom? I, 24-year-old female, live with my girlfriend, 25-year-old female, and a roommate, 23-year-old female. We share a two-bedroom apartment and have lived together for two years now. Up until now, we've gotten along pretty well. My roommate has an elderly cat. The cat is honestly kind of mean. She doesn't like me or my girlfriend and will run away if we try to pet her or pick her up. So we just avoid each other. My roommate asked if we had cats prior to moving in because she said her cat doesn't like other cats. We didn't have any pets at the time, so it worked out. We did tell her that we might want one someday, to which she said we would have to revisit the issue if it came up. Well, my girlfriend and I have gotten to a place where we really want a pet of our own. We saw a kitten at the shelter and just fell in love with him. We got the okay from our landlord and brought him home last week. His name is Banana Pudding. Our roommate is furious with us. She told us that we were aware that her cat doesn't like other cats. I told her honestly that it's unfair for us to have to tiptoe around her cat and that we were allowed to have our own pets as long as the landlord's okay with it, which he is. She couldn't expect us to never get a pet or to cater to her cat's needs 24-7. The conversation ended there. Unfortunately, things have escalated because her cat hisses and swats at banana pudding just for existing. She honestly is pretty aggressive, which is a big issue in my opinion. Our kitten is very friendly and sweet and causes no problems. We asked our roommate that she keep her cat in her bedroom since she's elderly and aggressive. She refused and hasn't been speaking to us. She says we're huge jerks and even got some mutual friends to take her side. 
I personally think that if her cat is so aggressive and uncomfortable, it's her responsibility to live alone. It's gotten so bad that my girlfriend's crying and considering taking the kitten back to the shelter. So here I am to get an outside perspective because I don't know what to think now. This just kind of reeks of impulsivity and short-sightedness to me, I'm not gonna lie. Does anybody else agree when I say they more than knew what they were doing when they went and got that cat? Our next story is, am I the jerk for cutting the trip with my wife short after I learned that my son's step-grandparents weren't feeding him properly? My wife and I got married months ago. We didn't get a chance to go on a honeymoon, but then I planned a trip for us as a couple. I originally was planning on leaving my 9-year-old son with his regular babysitter. However, my wife insisted that we leave him with her parents. I agreed but was hesitant because my son has dietary restrictions due to medical problems and my in-laws commented on his eating habits as spoiled. I sent him there and gave them a list of what food he should be fed. The fourth day of the trip, he video called me and told me he'd only been eating snacks and hadn't eaten a warm meal in days. I was puzzled and I asked if his grandparents didn't cook any of his regular meals on the list, and he said no, they just gave him snacks. I was absolutely livid especially after I contacted mother-in-law and after she told me she wasn't a personal cook and it wasn't her fault I spoil my son. I cut the trip short and went home immediately. My wife was upset saying instead of cutting the long-weighted trip short, I should have let the babysitter take care of feeding him. We had a fight and she told me that her parents owed me nothing and that I always ruin things for us. Now I ruin the trip she paid for. Question. Does the wife care about your kid? Evidently, not at all. This next story is, am I the jerk for missing an actual emergency because I turned off my phone to avoid my wife's unnecessary contact attempts during my tech-free weekend? My best friend, 31-year-old male, and I, 27-year-old male, have a tradition of taking a yearly weekend trip together that's phone-free. We've been doing this for a decade now. These weekend trips consist of us staying in a suite and exploring the city, not traversing the wilderness so it's not like we're completely disconnected. Still, we like to keep one on hand for navigation and emergency purposes, and it would usually be friend's phone that we brought along. Friend and I left on our trip this year two Fridays ago to make use of the long weekend. This was the first time I've gone on one of these trips since my wife and I moved in together, got engaged, or got married. However, we were dating for the last two years worth of trips, 2021 and 22, and she seemed fine during that time. I would just tell her that I was going to be busy for the weekend, and she'd leave me alone. I understand that there are different expectations once you get married, but I didn't expect for the 180 in behavior. My wife all but demanded I take my phone as well in case she needed to get a hold of me, despite her having friend's number. I let her know I'd arrived, and immediately after that, she was texting me and asking me how things were. Then again, asking me another question when I didn't respond to the first one. I eventually muted our text conversation because I was sick of the phone buzzing. She called me a few hours later and asked why I wasn't responding to her texts. I reiterated that this was supposed to be a no-phone weekend and kept the call short, despite her trying to drag out the conversation. She called me once more after this. When I answered and found out it wasn't an emergency, I simply shut off the phone. The calls then started coming in for my friend and he followed suit. We spent the rest of the weekend with our phones off until the drive back on Monday. 
I called my wife and informed her when we were about 30 minutes away from my place, and she was furious. She said that there had ended up being an emergency, her sister got into a car accident that won't affect her long term, but still resulted in broken bones, and that I had just ignored her the entire time when she needed me. I told her that I was very sorry to hear about her sister, but it wasn't my fault she had essentially forced my hand into cutting off means of communication. She went to stay with a friend before I arrived home that night and has since come home, but she's still fuming. Am I the jerk? Apparently OP left in the comments that them and this friend had hooked up in the past or something, so I feel like there's a whole bunch of context missing, but just on what OP wrote here alone, I wouldn't think that that would make them the jerk. I think it's healthy to once in a while have a weekend where you can go without having to have texts or calls. Our next story is, would I be the jerk if I try to get my mother-in-law to force my sister-in-law to be involved with my kids? Background, my sister-in-law has never shown interest in my kids, 5-year-old female and 3-year-old male. She says no to almost everything I invite her to. Her mom, my mother-in-law, will try to get her to come to things, but it never works. I'm trying to plan a birthday party for my daughter's 6th next month. My sister-in-law responded to my request for dates by letting me know her winter was already booked, and none of my dates work. I'm tired of her not participating in my children's lives, and I want her to play a more active role. She's the only aunt my daughter has. I think my mother-in-law would be really mad if she knew her darling daughter was refusing to bother yet again with my kids. Would I be the jerk if I told her and asked her to step in? It would probably not make my sister-in-law happy, but her parents might be able to push her into coming to the party. To me, this just sounds like a personal problem that you're trying to bring unnecessary people into for extra leverage. This next story is... Am I the jerk for telling my friend that she needs to go to therapy over her dad's death before she ends up friendless? I'll start by saying that I know grief isn't linear and that losing a parent young is something unimaginable and heartbreaking, hence why I believe I'm a jerk. So my friend's dad passed away 8 years ago. We were both 15 at the time and understandably she was devastated about it. At the time I did my best to try to support her through it and be there for her. I think I mostly still do that now. However, I believe she's coped with it very badly. Not her fault, I know, but it's getting to a point where it's unmanageable. We can't watch any film where someone dies. If we do accidentally, she goes into a state of sadness for the rest of the day and won't speak to anyone. Anytime someone mentions their dad, in like a casual sense, she gets upset and calls us insensitive. Last year she wanted to hang out with me and I told her I couldn't because it was Father's Day. She got upset about that. Every time someone's having a bad day and opens up about it, it can't compare to her bad day because at least our dad is still alive. I tried to be supportive but it's getting exhausting. A couple of days ago we watched a film in which the main character has a dead dad. She got upset with me that I'd let her watch that film. I told her that it was her responsibility if she didn't want to watch something to look it up beforehand. I then told her that her behavior was getting exhausting and that I couldn't do this anymore. If she didn't want to lose her friends then she'd have to start working on herself. She hasn't texted me since and I know she's really angry at me but I think what I said was justified in a sense. Am I the jerk? 8 years later? I could understand maybe even a couple but this behavior is going on for a decade? Honestly, I think they might just be milking it for some kind of sympathy. 
This next story is, am I the jerk for showing PDA around my cousins and telling my aunt to eat crap? This all happened on Christmas. I was reminded of it today since my mom was ranting about my aunt being a witch and not letting her see my cousins. I, 23-year-old male, have been with my boyfriend, 27-year-old male, for three years now. 2022 was the first Christmas we spent together. We stayed at my parents for Christmas. It was mostly amazing till my aunt invited herself over for Christmas dinner and to use the pool. My parents didn't say no since they'll put up with it for her kids, and honestly I think we all only put up with her because of the kids. 5-year-old female, 8-year-old male, 10-year-old male, and 16-year-old male. While they were over, me and my boyfriend did show some PDA like we were doing before my aunt even came over. Nothing too crazy, just cuddling and the occasional peck on the lips or cheek. My aunt did not like that and told me and him to stop showing affection and that it'll confuse her children. My immediate response was to tell her to eat crap and tell her to stop being a homophobic jerk. She tried to insist that it had nothing to do with being gay, but I pointed out how my 16-year-old brother had been sucking face with his girlfriend since she got there and hasn't batted a freaking eye, but two men pecking was somehow her line. Nah, you homophobic witch. After confronting her with that, she gathered the kids up and left. Since then, she hasn't contacted us, which should be a good thing, but she won't let my parents see my cousins since they let me disrespect her like that. The only cousin we get to see is 16-year-old male since he'll sneak over to my place to get away from his mum, but I see him less now. I feel like a jerk because I want my cousins in my life, especially the 16-year-old male. He's also gay but not out to his mum, and I feel like me doing this cost him time with us that help him feel normal and better about himself. Am I the jerk? Our next story is, am I the jerk for locking my sibling's room? My mom's on a work trip with her husband, and I had a fight with my dad. They're divorced. My mom asked my aunt to take care of us, but when she came, she brought my cousin, 10-year-old male, with her. They're sleeping in the guest room. The problem is here. My cousin keeps barging into my sibling's room. He is always trying to see my sister, 9-year-old female, changing clothes or stealing my brother's, 12-year-old male, things. They are very upset and uncomfortable with the situation. I tried to talk to my aunt and she said that it was normal for a kid his age. This made me really mad. My mom hides the keys of my sibling's room because one time my sister locked herself there and couldn't get out. She told me where the key was, so I started to lock the door when they asked. My aunt got really mad because her son couldn't get in. She started screaming with me and calling me a jerk. I don't think I'm wrong, but I'm afraid that she'll call my mom and tell a whole different story. So am I the jerk? So you mean to tell me that your aunt is basically screaming and arguing with you because you won't let her son barge in on your little sister when she's changing? Get ahead on this, tell the mom what's going on, and continue to keep giving them privacy. The kid will be better off getting that behavior shut down too. They grow up doing that, they'll get arrested. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not letting my mom invite people to my wedding I don't know? I, 30-year-old female, am getting married this December to my fiancé, 30-year-old male, and we Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. We've done a lot of the major planning ourselves. We've planned and budgeted to pay everything ourselves. However, his parents have helped, and mine have offered to pay for the photographer and the flowers. My mom's mentioned a few times that they'll help with the reception, but I've told her no, mostly because I don't want to have any financial leverage held against me. However, she keeps pushing. Lately, she's been asking me to invite someone that's an extended family friend, apparently, but I don't really know them. I don't think I've ever had a conversation with them personally, and I don't want people there that I don't know. Yesterday, my mom called and asked me to include them on the guest list, although she's been asking me since I started my guest list, and even though I've been saying no the entire time. I said no, and then she started the next sentence with, Um, okay, well, do you want help with the reception? I immediately shot her down, and told her I don't want any money if she can't respect my wishes. She then went into how when she married my dad, it was mostly her parents' friends there, but I just don't care. I want the people I know and am close to there, not just someone that my parents know, and yet, I know that she isn't very close to. She just wants to say that she did invite for family's sake. I feel bad as I'm sure they're involved with my extended family, but I don't know them, and I don't want to feel like I need to accommodate to people I don't know. Am I the jerk? This next story is, am I the jerk for uninviting my fiancé's mother for my wedding? Alright, so I, female, 27. I'm a police officer in France, and my fiancé, male 29, is from the United States. We've been dating for some time and engaged for the past year. We plan on getting married here in France, as we have a lot of mutual friends in my police department. We have a venue and everything picked out. Everything seemed fine until we told his parents. His mother automatically showed distaste at where we chose and told me that she would not enjoy the wedding since a lot of police officers would be there. She has strong feelings, his whole side of the family does, about the police and didn't know that I was a police officer. I told her that it wouldn't be fair to just uninvite all my friends and co-workers because of her feelings. She became mad, not only that I wouldn't listen, but also that I was police. I told her that we're not bad, but she wouldn't listen, so over the phone, I told her that she was uninvited from the wedding since she wanted to make this all about herself and her family over what we as a couple wanted before we got into an argument and she called me the jerk. It's been a couple of days now and I've been ignoring every call from her since, but I'm wondering if I'm the jerk. I definitely understand being upset from her behavior but it was probably a bit too rash to say, well, you're uninvited then, without ever mentioning this to your fiancé himself. Our next story is, am I the jerk for wanting our rent to be split three ways instead of four? For a little backstory, my fiancé and I decided to rent a house because we all wouldn't afford to rent one alone. There's four of us in total, my fiancé and I, and our two roommates who have their own rooms. We split all the bills four ways, which is fair, But I think rent should only be split three ways because we're not taking up two bedrooms. We have one. All of our belongings are crammed into one bedroom. 
so we're basically paying half the rent for half the space everyone else gets. When we first moved in, one of the roommates wanted the bigger room, even though there's two of us and we previously decided that my partner and I would get the biggest room. I said that since we're being forced to pay half the rent for the same space, we at least deserve the biggest room. It pissed my roommates off and they were mad at me for like two weeks. I want opinions because, at first, I didn't think I was in the wrong for thinking this, but now I kind of feel like a jerk for wanting to bring this up for re-discussion. So am I the jerk? I think it should still be split four ways, because let's be real, although it is split four ways, you should probably have income from both of you guys to cover your fourth of the rent. Plus you still have as equal access to every other room besides the bedroom. This was an agreement you made when going into this, this wasn't like something that morphed. Our next story is, am I the jerk for being honest about why I'm losing weight? I, 20 year old female, have always had issues with my family, particularly my three sisters, making comments about my body partially because I'm going into a looks based field, acting even though I'm probably not what would be considered conventionally attractive. Ever since I started professional theater training two years ago, the comments have really ramped up. They usually have three things they comment on, my hair, my skin, and my weight. They know I'm very proud of having very thick, black, curly hair, so they often make comments about it being not really black, and compare it unfavorably to my little sister's by saying hers is darker and less bushy. I also have a condition that makes my circulation very poor, so I'm very pale, don't tan well, and have a lot of red in my skin tone, particularly my face. So it's a running joke that I look like a vampire. The last one, and the one that does the most damage, is the comments on my weight. At my heaviest a year ago, I weighed around 133, but I'm only 5'3", so it looked like more weight than it was. My older sister, who's very small and petite, describes me as heavy and talks about how she wishes I could share a few of my pounds with her. I decided earlier this year that I couldn't take it anymore, and after I got accepted to drama school, I committed to fixing the things I don't like about myself. I've started taking care of my hair and learning how to use makeup to work with the red of my skin instead of against it. They didn't notice these changes, but they did notice when I started losing weight. I've been calorie counting and I've lost 6 or 7 pounds since the start of the year. Last night, after I refused a second bowl of pasta at a family dinner because I didn't have the calories for it, my mom commented on the fact that I'd been losing weight and asked why I'd felt like I needed to because I don't look bad the way I am. I was honest and briefly described the last time I got called heavy by my sisters. I said that it really got to me and I wanted to make sure I really liked myself before I get to drama school, so that I'm not battling as much insecurity while I'm there. Everyone was kind of quiet afterwards, and my older sister left the table not long after and wouldn't talk to me. Later that night, my mom pulled me aside and said that I could do what I wanted with my body, but I shouldn't blame my sisters for the way I felt about myself. She said it had really hurt my sisters particularly my older sister, that I'd made them feel guilty about my choice to lose weight. And even if I am losing weight because of their comments, I should keep that to myself. My other two sisters have since told me that making my weight loss about them was inappropriate and asked me to apologize for putting that on them. Because even if they did comment on my weight, they've never told me I should lose any, so I have no right to try and make it their responsibility. 
Am I the jerk? Isn't this the biggest load of whatever choice word you want? The fact that they can look OP in the face and say, you losing weight because of the comments they made? Well, you should have just kept that to yourself. How about they should have kept their insensitive comments about weight to themselves? I should probably keep this to myself, but it makes me feel like all of those sisters and the mom are kind of stupid. Do they not see how blatant this is? Our next story is, would I be the jerk if I wait until I sign the lease before telling my parents I'm moving out? So I, 23-year-old female, am planning on moving in a house with my best friend, 22-year-old female, and friend, 22-year-old male. My best friend said he's moving into her grandmother's old house and said I can move in with her. Her father will be our landlord and we would have to pay $450 a month for rent, which is a really good deal. We'll eventually meet up with her father to go over the lease. Now, I tried to plan on moving out last year, but I made the mistake of telling my mom, 57, and she started to guilt trip me, saying how it wasn't a good idea and that I wasn't financially ready. At the time, I was switching jobs, but I do have a lot saved up. She then told me how I need to tell her a first of anything involving moving before I even decide anything. I know when I tell her she's gonna blow up on me and be like, Fine, you can move out, but I'm just saying you're not ready or something. My mom constantly oversteps my boundaries and sometimes my privacy to the point I'm afraid of telling her what I'm thinking of any issues I have. She would either brush it off, lecture me, or if it's a past issue, she would tell me that it's in the past and I need to move on. I'm the youngest of three, so I often feel like she treats me more like a child than my older siblings. My siblings are also moved out, so I'm going to be the last child to move out. But I still can't help but feel bad and feel like I'll be a horrible daughter if I wait to tell after things are organized and the lease is signed. So, would I be the jerk if I wait to tell my parents I'm moving out after the lease is signed? Definitely not, and if you're sure this is a great situation, for $450 a month for rent, sign it yesterday and get that going and worry about anybody else complaining long after that's settled. Our next story is, would I be the jerk for not letting a coworker's kid play in my classroom? I'm a teacher, and this year my kids started attending the school I work at. The teacher workday starts 45 minutes before students arrive. I'm a single mom, and my principal knows that I have no one else to bring my kid to school, so they have no issue with my kid sitting in my classroom during this time until their school day starts. My kid usually hangs out at my desk, watches a show on YouTube, eats breakfast, and plays with some toys I have set aside for them. They also usually bring a small toy from home to play with. One of the school aides has a similar situation to me, and her kid also goes to our school. The kid is a grade above my kid. Last year, her kid would sit in the aide's office, which is two doors down from my classroom, with her and play on their tablet. They've become friendly with my kid, which is fine, except now the kid invites himself into my classroom almost every morning. If they just sat quietly so I could work, that would be fine. But I feel like I constantly have to monitor their interactions with my kid. They tell my kid about inappropriate things they see on the internet. I don't go overboard with censorship, but the whole Momo creepypasta thing isn't something I want my kid to know about. They snatch my kids' toys from them, they've taken things out of my desk and moved things around, which my own kid knows not to do. I've reminded the other kid of my rules and nothing changes. I just don't have time in the morning to be watching someone else's kid. 
My classroom is used after school by a student club, so there's always a certain amount of cleanup and repair to be done in the morning. I have to set up for the day, and I have a rough class this year, so to be honest, I really need a little bit of peace in my room before they come in. I've established routines with my own kids so that I can still use this time to work productively, and the other kid just throws it all off. I'm generally not confrontational, but I feel like I need to tell the other mom her kid can't come into my room in the morning. I just feel like a jerk banning a child from my classroom. Would I be the jerk? Definitely not, and I hope the mom understands. I'm willing to bet the mom loves the fact that the kid goes over because it gets them out of their hair. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling off my classmate for almost getting me screwed over in a test? I, 23 year old male, had a small test in one of my courses. It wasn't really important, but I wanted to do well anyway. Anyway, during the test, some girl asks me for an eraser, so I gave one. I then completely forgot about it. Later on, I needed my eraser, so I asked for it back, and she looks a bit panicked and turns to the guy in front of her, asking for it back. I was already worried because why did he have my eraser? I was especially worried since she had pestered me in previous tests to help her and almost got me and her screwed over because of it. Anyway, she gave it back and there was writing on it, formulas to be precise. I freaked the freak out internally. My professor was looking at me weirdly so I tried to play it off. Thankfully, she looked away and I was able to put the eraser away. That's right, folks. Two college students used someone else's eraser to cheat with. After the test, I went up to the girl and told her in simple terms to freak off and to show a little bit of shame. I shouldn't have done that, but I was mad. As I walked away, she called me an overreacting flamboyant, I don't even know why she used flamboyant here, and proud jerk. And I lost it. I told her that she was the arrogant jerk and that if her best method to cheat was to use my eraser and write stuff on it, then there was no chance she was going to be able to pass the course. And that her jokes? She incessantly makes jokes during the class behind the professor's back about the most random stuff weren't even funny and that the only reason people laughed was because she was making a fool out of herself. I also told her that she was lucky I wasn't a petty jerk, otherwise I'd have reported her and walked off. Now I'm getting messages that the girl's apparently really insecure about her intelligence, and she was extremely hurt by my comment about how her jokes were bad, and that I was a jerk for telling her off. I don't really know what to do here. While I certainly shouldn't have let loose, I don't think I need to apologize to her here. Am I the jerk? I mean, you probably could apologize. But personally, I don't hold anything against OP for what they did. I think they're rather justified in what they said and how they felt. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 